You are listening to the Archery Maniacs Podcast. This is Remy Warren. I am Rihanna Carey. My name is Adam Foss. This is Paul Tetford, professional archer. Hey everyone, I'm Christy Titus, and you are listening to Archery Maniacs. We cover everything archery, from the hunting side to the tournament side, with stories, tips and tactics, gear reviews, and more. That helped my tuning game so much when I made sure that all my arrows were square. And I'm just staring into his eyes. Blood's dripping off of its tines. Mud is everywhere. The clarity these mavens offer is amazing. I'm just like Spider-Man, you know, on this rock. You know, just <laughs> laying there. Belly crawling in there and I can barely fit in there and I can hear the cat growling at me. So I put my hand on his shoulder and pushed him and we just ran at this elephant. Alrighty, welcome back everybody to Full Draw Fitness with Stephen and Courtney from Elevation Fitness Training. It is gorgeous outside. Man, no joke. Although it was maybe hailing and then snowing and a little rain, and but it's sunny right now, so that's good. Yeah, that was all 20 minutes ago. <laughs> so <laughs> Kind of brings you to the topic of the day, managing stress. Ooh, stress. Man, that's a tough one. Everybody feels it. Mm-hmm. Everybody, kids, adults, teenagers, you know, moms, dads, everybody feels some kind of stress. Um, even our chickens. Even the chickens. Even the stress. chickens. The, the, the goal becomes how to manage it in a way that allows you to kind of move past it or to categorize it into certain areas. That way it doesn't start affecting your health. <laughs> In so many ways, huh? So some of you are going to be saying, wait, this is an archery and bow hunting podcast. What are we talking about stress for? Well, we're going to loop it all together. You just wait and see. But first, we need to talk about two kinds of stress, good and bad stress. Mm-hmm. You want to take it over? Stress can be an input from a lot of different directions, and there's not necessarily just two kinds. It comes from every angle. It can be family, work, relationship, finances. It can be a physical stress of a of a really physically demanding job or a workout session. Um, it can come in the form of not getting enough sleep, not having proper nutrition, not being hydrated well enough. Um, you know, the body can respond to stress in a very healthy way if it's, you know, a short-term thing or if it's something that's an everyday occurrence, but the issue becomes in chronic stress situations when your body doesn't get a break, you know, you start affecting, you know, major systems of the body that can't recover because it's chronically being overloaded with a workload that it doesn't, you know, can't recover from. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, if we... To to put it into the most simple terms, if you took a rock and every day you smashed your finger with it and you smashed your finger with it and you smashed your finger with it and you did that for, I don't know, let's say three months. Do you think after that three months that your finger is just going to grow back perfectly and repair itself? It's finally going to go, okay, there's no point in me coming back to this nice rounded end apparently i'm just going to be smashed to this flat oblivion it's your your systems in your body are the same way your brain your immune system your digestive system your adrenal system things start to change shut down you know improvise in ways that aren't healthy you know and then 
it's just one giant snowball effect that, you know, gets pulled into another area and, you know, everything is, is regulated by recovery. You know, our bodies, all of our metabolic systems, everything is run on recovery. There has to be a point where the body gets to do its job and repair, um, or it just is not going to run properly. Yeah, that's right. So how about some good stressors? Like, let's say I'm going to go for a two mile run. I'm going to, it's going to be really an easy choice to make. It's just going to be on this trail that I've been down a hundred times. It's probably going to take me, I don't know, 20 minutes or something. Um, it's going to get some fresh air. I'm going to be outside. You know, what does that do to your system? That allows you to, you know, effectively and efficiently, you know, work to challenge your body in certain areas, both physically and mentally, you know, it stimulates the brain, stimulate, stimulates um, hormones and, you know, in, insulin and blood sugar levels. And, and uh, but it allows your body a sh- the short term stress, you know, that it can recover from. Things that aren't good are, you know, like a, a chronic stress, you know, going to work every day in a job that you, you know, can't stand with a boss that, you know, is whatever. It's something that you can't get away from where there's no managing it. It's just simply surviving it. Um, you know, in in other things that can be an area or an input of stress are too much caffeine daily. Mm-hmm. Um, not enough sleep. You know, I, I talk to clients and one of the very first um, questions that I ask them when we consult is how is your energy and how much sleep do you get? You know, and when I, when I have people respond going, Oh, I do pretty good. I get, you know, four to six hours a night. I'm like, Whoa, pump the brakes. Here. <laughs> okay. That even if you're feeling rested for right now, that's going to be short term because you have to recover. And a lot of people think that they get, you know, they're growing strength or they're getting physically stronger when they're going out and doing training sessions when they're tired. You know, now you have an overstressed system that's now being challenged and stressed even more. Yeah. And then all kinds of stuff happens there. I mean, your adrenal system, your immune system gets affected. It's not, um, you're not releasing the correct hormone. I mean, it's, it's trying to fight all these different uh, factors, you know, rather than repairing. And so when we, when we get up in the morning, we typically try to work out in the morning and we go to the gym or we go to the hill or we go, you know, try to run up the mountain, whatever it might be. We go for a weighted pack hike. We're actually doing the damage then. That's not the good stuff, right? Those, the push-ups and squats and lunges and the running. And that's actually breaking down the tissue. It's actually putting stress and strain Although it's good stress, you know, as long as you're abiding by a couple, you know, pretty solid rules, all the good happens, all the repair, all the replenishment um, happens in your sleep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the older we get, the more sleep we need, um, the more active you are, the more sleep you need. It's really important that, you know, you're getting, let's just say, I mean, I'm, I'm let's, f- number one, let's, let, let's just make this very clear. Neither one of us are f- physicians. Um, we do have almost 30 years combined experience in health and wellness, um, professionally. And, you know, 
every two years, it's you have a very strenuous um, recertification process and you have to be up on all kinds of stuff, including your CPR and, you know, the systems and um, everything that takes place in the human body, kinesiology, all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of science behind all this outside of, you know, being any kind of medical professional, it's very well known that, you know, sleep is the repair plan. Mm-hmm. It is. And, you know, like you said earlier, that's when repair happens. That's when growth hormone is released. That is when your body gets to undo, you know, the stress of either physical or mental, you know, daily input. Mm-hmm. So if somebody is not getting adequate rest at night and then wakes up the next day and decides that they want to go and do their training, they want to go and, you know, go through the paces, they're only even, you know, taking steps backwards. Right. Um, so, you know, first and foremost, getting enough rest um, to not only mentally feel refreshed, but also to physically have the benefits of undoing, you know, yesterday um, is super important. So, you know, I get asked all the time or often I should say, you know, like, you know, I'm battling this cold or I'm battling this bug, you know, should I still hit the gym? And, and I hate to say it, but almost always my initial reaction is if you're physically feeling it, that's like tenfold what's actually going mm-hmm. on inside your body. So if you're physically feeling not well or ill or like you're fighting something, that's your body going, hey, <laughs> hey, I need to not do that today. Yeah. Hey, I need to sit this one out. And that's okay. And, and you know, maybe some people are find those excuses. But if you're truly... Um, listening to your body and, and, um, you know, there's a lot of people that have a really good, um, intuition and are very intuitive about what their body's doing. And for those people specifically, if you're feeling like something's up or not right, I always say rest is probably the best idea. Yeah. And, and, you know, to go along with that, don't go and share that with everybody else. Right. Right. Sharing's caring, except for, you know, in that scenario. So I was reading a little bit ago, pretty interesting fact that the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Foundation found that chronic job-related stress can actually lead to coronary heart disease. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. So you get up, you know, we're very fortunate. Um, it's not by chance. You know, we, we work very hard and, and I think we all make our fortune to, you know, the most extent, but... We're very fortunate to work with awesome people and and we get to do what we love daily, you know? So yes, we do have, we have plenty of stress. (laughs) There's no shortage of that, but you know, most of it is really positive. Um, But imagine, you know, you you get up, you you have a 40 minute commute and horrible traffic, um, wherever that might be, maybe a big city or something, or maybe you're in a rural situation and you have to drive to a city or, or to another rural town, 40 minutes, an hour away. And then you get to a job that just doesn't really satisfy you. And the people that you work with just aren't very, very nice, humble folks there, you know, they cause you agony and, and you reluctantly wake up every day, five, six, seven days a week. And you go into this job and it's this thing that you dread, you know, chronic stress. Mm -hmm. That's something, how do you get away from it? What do you do with it? People start to cope, you know, so you live in a, in a routine where, like you were just saying, it's not, it's not what you want. Um, beyond what it's not what you want, it's inputting things that 
that challenge you mentally and physically. So you find a way to deal with it. For a lot of people, that's really poor nutrition. Um, for others, it could be drinking for others. It could be, you know, once they get home, they plop down on the couch and that's all they do. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it can be a, a, a ton of different things, but unless you're finding a way to manage it, to deal with it, um, in a way that helps repair, fill the cup, you know, take some time, meditate. I mean, whatever it is, unless you're trying to go and say, okay, I'm going to recognize this. I'm going to deal with it. This is my effort to combat that. All we do is compile. Yeah. You know, and the, the human body and brain is the most advanced supercomputer that's ever been produced. And, you know, I think we've talked about it. We, the, our bodies and our brains have this crazy ability to adapt. Mm -hmm. We just adapt to it and we say, okay, this is the normal. Um, I'm smashing my finger again today. It's three o'clock. It's time to get that rock and smash my finger. So, um, so let's say that you, you don't recognize stress and I've have actually been in this situation, you know, in my mid twenties. Um, I didn't know that I was under this crazy stress. I'd never, I'd always been, you know, I've always been so active in, in athletics and competitive and in, in hunting or riding a motorcycle and all these outlets, you know, working out to, to burn all these stress, the stress hormone. And so I didn't understand how much stress I was in until certain signs started to show up. I stopped sleeping. I had chronic insomnia for two and a half years. And I, and all of a sudden I just thought, huh, I guess I'm just not sleeping. I never put it together, you know? So if for some reason you don't recognize it, and you're thinking, well, how the heck am I supposed to know? You know, there's telltale signs. There's weight gain, hair loss, headaches. There can be, um, you know, you're sick all Anxiety the time. Anxiety is a huge one. Exactly. Anxiety, um, which can lead to different hormonal imbalances and, you know, elevated mm -hmm. levels of cortisol. and um, Waking up not feeling rested. Yeah. You know, adrenal fatigue kind of signs. Um, and that doesn't make you happy. No. <laughs> Our eight-year-old got up this morning and was, he was a nightmare. He was not a happy little boy. He's the happiest human being that's ever walked the earth, ever, every day. And this morning wasn't one of those days. He was tired and uh, he f almost fell asleep in his breakfast and he took a little more coaxing. But uh, yeah, it's, you know, we're not happy folks when we're stressed or we're, we're not getting the sleep and the repair and all that stuff that we need. So let's bring it back around. If somebody's listening to this and they're saying, you know, I have that job or I have those financial issues or I have the relationship that's on the rocks or whatever it is, I'm recognizing that, you know, I have the weight gain or I have the this or the that. What should somebody do? I mean, for somebody who, you know, doesn't want to go way out of their way, but maybe wants to start implementing a few things, what would you suggest? Man, number one. My, this is my go-to forever. Um, I've been very fortunate to work with on the trainer end of the relationship with some extremely knowledgeable and well-known physicians. And um, the census is in, I mean, across the board, exercise is the, still the best way to burn stress hormone. Getting out and putting a positive you know, but controlled stress on your body and brain, um, releasing endorphins, burning calories, you know, exercising all of the functions and systems in your body um, is still, you know, in my opinion, from from my experience 
um, historically and now scientifically. Um, so does know. this have to be like a, an hour, hour and a half, two hour grind session in the gym? What no, is not like? at all. I mean, if you have 20 minutes, then then sweat. Make yourself sweat. If you don't even know what to do, think of think of all the times you've worked in the yard or you've had to push around a wheelbarrow or play catch with the kids. Anything, you know? right? Yeah. Chase them around. Something to get you winded. You know, climb a tree, <laughs> do the things that we did when we were kids. You know, if you look at if you look at little stress burners, look at kids. Mm-hmm. Kids run and they play, and you know, until their faces are red. They don't even know the the benefit that they're doing to their bodies. So, we can learn from that. You know, literally just going outside. There's been research done on just going outside and there has never been a definitive answer of why it benefits or lessens stress so much. But I mean, geez, take a guess, right? Yeah. Stimulants, smells, birds. Vitamin D. Oh my goodness. Vitamin D, which comes from the sun. That's a whole different podcast. Um, you know, we, we have five acres out in the country and our neighbors just had baby goats. And holy cow, you want to talk about laughing actually is one of the best ways to burn stress so you go out and you watch these 15 baby goats one of them jumps then they all jump then they run then they jump and run sideways and they chase each other holy cow it's hilarious um so yeah exercise go outside laugh play be lighthearted. right and i know that's it sounds easier said than done but if you start implementing these things and saying you know what you you put aside eight hours or ten hours or twelve hours a day, whatever it is, you know, to do your work. Why can't you budget thirty minutes to exercise yourself? And it's funny because a lot of people won't. You know, I have I have a lot of people who will say, "I just don't have the time." Right. The time is there. Yeah, for sure. And it gets spent doing something else if you don't right. allow, you know, or schedule in. 20 minutes, half hour, 45 minutes to fill your cup. It's yeah. going to get spent. It's going to be on Facebook. It's going to be, you know, <laughs> yeah. playing a game. It's going to be sitting down and zoning out, which, you know, can be fine too. But if you don't schedule in time to fill your own cup, nobody else is, you know, likely going to go, hey, you're stressed out. Let me help you. You yeah. know, you've got to find the time to be able to prioritize that. And another really easy, free, <laughs> no excuse way to kind of combat a lot of these things too are just staying hydrated. Oh getting my enough gosh. water in. Yeah. You An- know, another hi- entirely different podcast. Yeah. But what a huge one. But it's huge. And, you know, it's not something where, hey, today I'm gonna get, you know, for me a hundred ounces of water in today because that's what I need. And then tomorrow I'm not gonna drink any. Mm-hmm. If you don't give your body a consistent amount of water, you know, if you're not staying hydrated on a daily basis, Tomorrow, when you don't drink anything, and then the next day when you do, your body's going to hold on to it, all of it. And it's you know? stressing out your and entire so, yeah, system. A consistent yeah. hydration level is really important as well. So here's one thing that I've said 15, 16 years to my clients, and I mean it still today, and I'll never stop thinking it. If you say, I don't, I just don't have the time. This is what I've consistently told people. Don't flatter yourself. You're not that important. Mm-hmm. Even the president of the United States has time to work out. Mm-hmm. So if you feel that you're busier than everyone else alive, then I'm sorry. There's 20 minutes that you can take, right? So mm-hmm. how do we loop this back? This is an archery podcast. How are we pulling this off? Well, we're going to tell you. Where do you typically shoot your bow? 
My backyard. Hmm. That's outside, right? It is. What did we learn about going outside today? It is good for the soul. It's good for the soul, which burns stress. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, I think we just found this landmark discovery. Guys, gals, listen up real close. Turn up the volume. Go shoot your bow. Go outside and shoot your bow. And if that doesn't help with your stress, run as fast as you can from one end of your yard, the sidewalk, the parking lot, the gravel pit that you take your bow and your target to, and then run back and then pick up your bow and shoot it. And if you're still not feeling it, do it again and do it again and do it again because you have that 20 minutes because we've already figured that out, right? So there's that objection. You've got time. You're probably shooting a bow anyway because you're listening to this podcast, right? So burn that stress, good stress, shooting, having to decide when to make that good shot, bad stress, worrying about will I have time to go shoot my bow, good stress, exercising, making yourself sweat, right? Decisions, bad stress, I'm not sleeping enough, I have to go to work and I work with jerks. How can I get rid of that bad stress? I can go home, I can do 40 jumping jacks, and then shoot my bow. And then I can do 30 jumping jacks. Then I can shoot my bow. Then I can do 20 jumping jacks and shoot my bow. And then you can have good stress about adding them all up when you're done, doing the math, and figuring out how many jumping jacks you did. And then do one more set of all of those jumping jacks and shoot your bow again. It's a good plan. I like it. We just looped it all back together. (laughs) (laughs) Time to grab our bow and head outside. That's right. Okay, well, we're going to go burn some stress because telling you guys about all this stress, a little stressful. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys, as always, feel free to reach out to us, elevationfitnesstraining.com. We're on our social pages under Elevation Fitness Training. We love to hear from you. We love to hear your stories, your successes, your victories. We all know that you have them, whether they're big or small. Please feel free to reach out. We love to celebrate them with you guys. Have an awesome day, and we'll tune in next week. That's right. Get it off your chest. Don't worry about telling us, because that's stress. Thanks a lot. Thank you for tuning in to the show. It means a lot to us. But seriously, though, I really appreciate your ear. And it would mean the world to me if you would rate our podcast. If you didn't like it, one star it. But if you did, a five is even better. Don't forget to comment, like, share, and hit that subscribe button. Thanks again for tuning into the show. Some other podcasts that you should definitely check out are... Eastman Elevated with Bride and Barney. And Hunt Harvest Health with Ryan and Hillary Lampers. And a special thanks to... Maven Optics, Six Sight Gear, Dark Energy Tech, Shield Mountain Outdoors, The Outdoor Insiders, Iron Mind Hunting, Valkyrie Archery, and Gannett Ridge Sporting Equipment.